You're listening to the Library Pros Podcast with Chris and Bob, a techie librarian and a computer IT guy discussing libraries, technology, and all things this side of the reference desk. Thanks, Carl. Hi, and welcome to Episode 5 of the Library Pros Podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Bob. And today we're coming to you from the Levittown Public Library's Innovation Station in Levittown, New York. We went on a field trip this time. Uh, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, thanks for coming. The Library Pros podcast is produced bi-monthly, so don't forget to check us out and subscribe to our RSS feed, iTunes, Android, email, and now on Google Play. Links and notes from today's podcast will be, can be found on our website at www.thelibrarypros.com, on Twitter at, at @thelibrarypros, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash thelibrarypros. Today... Our guests are Marianne Farrow, the Assistant Director at the Levittown Public Library, Marie Andreski, Department Head of the Media Innovation Station, Lisa Jean Santer, Library Aide, and Benji Pancho yes. from, from the IT Department. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. They, they said they were a little scared before, so let's hope there's nothing to be scared of. We're more nervous than they are. Yeah, exactly. Uh, give me one second. Sorry, guys. Technical difficulty. Make it work. I'm making it work. Get the duct tape. <laughs> Just make it work. Okay. <laughs> so today we're going to talk to our guests about this beautiful facility, which I think is the first true makerspace in both Nassau and Suffolk. Yep. Okay. Yeah, the yeah, first, first one. Yeah. Um, <coughs> and we're going to talk about how the project was initiated, uh, a little bit about the financing behind it, and uh, the technology that they offer, and how they service the patrons with the technology. Go ahead, Bob. Is that my lead-in? That's your lead-in. Okay, good. Um, first, we wanted to talk to our group about, about yourselves and the Levittown Public Library and community, which uh, we understand is rather historic. So uh, can you tell us briefly about the history and inception of Levittown? Sure. So um, Levittown was started by the Levitt family. Um, Mr. Levitt and his two sons built four planned communities called Levittown. There is one in New York, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Puerto Rico, but Levittown was the first. The Levittown, New York, that we're in right now was the first. Um, the firm actually began before World War II, um, but during the war, the economy and home, buildi home building industry was suffering. So um, Mr. one of the sons, Bill, served in the Navy, and he was stationed to develop, develop um, mass production houses for the military use. And um, during that time, he believed that the post-war building boom would require similar mass production housing and he was able to purchase large onion fields and potato fields in undeveloped sections of Long Island and um, after the war he persuaded his brother and father to build that type of housing for Levittown. Wow, that's, that's really, really cool. Um, do you know when the library was created? Yep, so the library was actually created in um, 1950 and then in 1963 it moved from the rented stores on the south Village Green to its present location, and then in 1968 it became the central reference library for the Nassau Library System. Wow, that's pretty neat. Um, what other what hamlets, if it's more than just Levittown, does does the library serve? Um, so what's really interesting is we don't refer to them as hamlets; we refer to them as districts or um, chartered areas. So uh, that's funny because in Suffolk County, yeah. you know, you'll have a district, and the district may have more than one hamlet in it. So, like okay. for Sachem, there's Holbrook, Holtzville, a small part of Medford, a uh, small part of Lake Grove, part of Ronkonkoma, 
And you, you had to get Sachem in there. Of course. Right. So now I'm going to do that. Well, well for Emma Clark, there's Stony Brook, Three Village, Old Field. Does that help? Sure, why not? Okay, good. So go ahead. We, we're stealing your thunder. No, I'm sorry. No, no. <laughs> I just learned something. I guess we are a hamlet because we do service um, the residents of the Levittown School District, um, and it includes most of Levittown and parts of Seaford and Montauk. Wow. Oh, wow. It goes that far south. Yeah. Wow. That is really kind of cool. Don't tell your dad, though. It's too why far. Why did you go all the it's way to Nassau? It's so far. Wata? <laughs> did you need a passport? I know, right? Was there a border check? Yeah. Yeah. So how did um, each of you come to work in the library world? Um, if you just want to go around the table, tell me a little bit about how you, how you got into this. Well, I walked in the back doors one day at 16, <laughs> filled out an application, and never looked back. That's cool. That's really neat. And then um, it just grew around me. As new things came, I embraced it, and now I'm uh, head of a department. I've made full circle around the building. I've started as a page in the media department, and wow. I'm finishing as a department head in the media department. That's wow. cool. We're coming back for a podcast just about that. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> Start to finish, right? Start to finish, yeah. That's great. Working your way up all the way from the bottom. <coughs> That's incredible. Yeah, I've made around, so yep. <laughs> I don't know if ever anybody ever thinks to start to work in a library and think their career will end in a library as well, you know? But it's it's a wonderful place it to is. start your yeah. career. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It really yeah. is. I always say I'm so happy. I've yeah. never looked back. That's incredible. Yeah. So for myself, I might would visit my friend who worked in the Ooh. library, and she's like, why don't you get a part-time job here? And from 20 on, 25 years later. In this library or just in not in this library? Not in this library. Where'd you start out? Um, Hewlett Woodmere. That's my home district. Okay. And I worked there for 23 years. Um, Started as a clerk, worked up to a department head, and then went to Malvern Library as director, and then here as assistant director. Wow, that's really neat. Yeah. You're next. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I actually uh, went to Holy Trinity High School, and on our way home, my friend said, I want to put an application in the library. I wasn't going to do it. I did. I got the call. She didn't. So that was I was 17 years old, and um, I've been here since then, 35 years almost. I've also started with Marie. Actually, started before her, but in the same department, media, and now I'm back in media again. But in between, worked children's reference, um, circulation. We had a video department, and I've also been an art teacher because I went to school for art. Okay. And I taught for two years, but there were no jobs out there. So then I became full time here. And I've been here since then. Had, got married, met my husband here. Wow. Um, wow. Had a child, and now he's 26, and I'm still here. That's great. <laughs> That's great. Uh, I took the civil service exam uh, uh, 15, 16 years ago, and uh, this was the, uh, I got on board 15 years ago, and this was the closest canvas letter, letter I got. So it's five minutes away from home. You can't beat that. Yeah, you can't definitely. <laughs> yeah, and you know it's it really is funny because most people, um, when they become librarians, it wasn't uh, or works in a library. It wasn't the first thing they wanted to do. It, it was always almost always a second career, yeah. and it's interesting that you guys were involved in it from a very young age, and you kind of stuck with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if you had intended on. No, no, no. no. <laughs> It's, you know, the library's always been good to, to me. When I was going to college, it always worked around my schedule. Mm-hmm. You know, when I got married, I lived in Queens for a while. We commuted back and forth. Um, my husband's a teacher, so he came out here, but he worked here part-time for 15 years. 
Wow. Yeah, too. That's he's been really gone about 15 years, too. So, mm -hmm. but yeah. Yeah, I always say that when people who work in libraries, we're like the island of misfit toys mm -hmm. because we know not many people went from the time they were little kids to the time they grew up thinking they wanted to be a librarian. It's always something that is usually like a second career. But there are a few people out there that wait, that's where they started, that's what they wanted to be, and that's where they ended up. But you guys really stuck with it. That's really kind of yeah. neat. Well, I was just telling them a story recently. I moved here from the city. I was about 10, 11, and I didn't know anyone. It was during the summer, no school, and it was a block away. So I walked here, and I walked in the front doors, and I saw the children's librarian in the children's room, and I said, when I grow up, I want to be just like her. That's cool. That's cool. You can't beat that one with a no. stick. <laughs> and here I am today. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's really cool. Um, so have you noticed, and I like to call the world of libraries library land, how, it, I mean, in, for people who are listening who don't live in New York or live on Long Island, it, it's, I find it interesting that Suffolk County kind of keeps to themselves, and Nassau County, I, I can't speak because I don't work in Nassau County, but Nassau County thinks, like you were saying before, you're going to God's country if you cross that border into, into Suffolk County. But what's really kind of interesting is what a small world it really is. Because somebody knows somebody, and we were just playing a name game before with somebody we had, we had known that was in common, um, where everybody seems to know everybody in one way, shape, or form. I think it's a very connected field, regardless. There, there's so many different workshops or learning opportunities, and it's always good to network with across the border. So like we were talking about the mutual friend, um, it's just another way to network and it helps bring it back into what you want to do within, right. your, within your own building. And um, I don't know that we're so segregated. I think we're segregated, the, the Suffolk versus Nassau. Right, you Nassau know, County Library and, and Suffolk, and Suffolk right. County. So Suffolk because County we're library collaborated, system. you know, we're a unit within Nassau County, we often reach out to Suffolk County libraries and vice versa. And now with LI Link, we can share our materials right. too, which yeah. is something that is only about four or five years, Bob? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah about four so. or five yeah. years. Yeah. And it works well. Yeah. Because we've gotten stuff from, from out here. And, you know, it's only, it's the same turnaround time as if it was coming from somewhere in Suffolk. Yeah, it's a nice collaborated effort. It yeah. really is. It yeah. really is neat. But it what's kind of interesting is that, um, like we were just at the Long Island Library Conference and seeing people who I hadn't seen in a while who maybe have crossed the border and moved into Nassau and work in Nassau now. Right. Say, well, oh, I know this person or that person. And even when it comes to just, in, oh, so I hit the mic, it's a big no-no, right? You're running this whole thing. I know, and I'm a very bad example. This is just, no I, I, People who listen to the podcast are probably sick of hearing me talk about Canton, New York at this point. <laughs> I know. But uh, funny story, she worked down here for a while, for I think, six or seven, maybe even 10 years, she worked in different libraries in Suffolk County. So she just spoke at the Suffolk County Library Association, uh, Suffolk County Library System. And uh, afterwards, she wanted to come see my library, Sachem. So we went and I introduced her to the director, and the director and her worked together. Oh, yeah. So it really is a kind of yeah. a small world. Yeah, yeah. So have you ever noticed, Bob, in Nyla, seeing people that you know who aren't necessarily? No, never. You know? I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Nyla's well, cool. Again, yeah. yeah, it's like the downstate, upstate thing. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, you reach out to those upstate and you get ideas and you collaborate and you kind of work together and there's always yeah. that common thread. It's like having long-lost friends and then you see yeah. them again and you kind of... Yeah. Like cousins. Yeah. yeah. That makes some sense. That's the way it works. Well, the reason the reason how uh, that, you know, I became knowledgeable in, in what you had 
was because um, actually a friend of mine who works at the Smithtown Library had mentioned that you had this here. So, you know, immediately I started salivating and saying, well, I'm going to see if they want to give us a tour because at Sachem we're in the process of starting to build a makerspace. And I thought it would be really cool to see an actual living, breathing one without having to drive all the way to Fayetteville, New York. Yeah. And when, when you guys let us in, it was like, wow, blew yeah. us away. We're always open to any group coming in to tour the building. We have a wonderful staff here that will give hands-on instruction. And, um, yeah, we welcome it. We're always open to sharing and telling what, what, you know, sharing what works, what doesn't work, what works for us. But every community is ultimately different, and you have a different um, set of goals to meet that community needs. And, and we just hope we're meeting ours and bringing new technology to them anytime we can find it. That's I, great. I have to break protocol. Go ahead. Uh -oh. I know we're going through all this in a minute. Yeah, sure. This, this uh -oh. place is incredible. It is. It's, it's I mean, I'm, I, this is my first time here. Chris has been oh, here okay. before, but... Um, I yeah. already took a picture with the sink. So the I'm sink. in love with the sink. <laughs> I need to, I need I, to when explain When I talk about this place, I talk about the sink. Okay. This isn't a video cast. It's a podcast, yeah, right? So visual. I need to explain it. There's we'll take a picture dozen, of it and put it on the website. Half a dozen Macs, right? Yes. Half a dozen iMacs? That are, are they specially software? Like, do they have special software? It's uh, related. Uh, most of the softwares are related to the 3D printers. Okay. And basically for innovating and creating any yeah. softwares related to them. I'm not trying to jump ahead. No, that's okay. But that's half fine. a dozen iMacs, right? Uh, and a fifth, uh, that's a MakerBot 5th gen, right? Uh -huh. And there's a large, large Z18. format MakerBot. Z18. Z18. Yeah. These things are, I mean, it's incredible. And a sink Chris could take a shower in. Yeah. The, the only way to describe it is it's like the size of a baptismal sink. Yeah. <laughs> it is, yes. yes. But I think, you know what, for the podcast listeners, you know, what you guys have done here is is insane. It's incredible because you have Nassau and Suffolk County. You've got collectively, what, 120 libraries or something like that, maybe more or less. Right. And this is the one library that somehow we can get to that has all this stuff that nobody is even thinking about. Yeah. yeah. Most libraries aren't really even thinking that this is the direction to go. You know, they're thinking, well, if we can maintain... And we can, you know, get our gate counts to rise slightly. Maybe we can do something with Cirque. You know, is it the materials that the people aren't checking out? We should do something with our collection. Um, but nobody's thinking to dedicate such an amazing space like this. You yeah, know, yeah. They, would, they would fill this with more books, you know, or something like that. <laughs> so right. well. I mean, and this is, the, this is a, like a pipe dream. This is something that, you know, everybody talks about and everybody wants to build. Yeah. And you did it. That, that's, yeah. to me, that's the most amazing thing. I mean, uh, later on I'm going to ask you, I know it's not in our little itinerary, about the, the storage, because I love oh. the storage. <laughs> you have a storage <laughs> fantasy. I do, I do. This I mean, some of the storage intense. cabinets are, what, yeah. four feet deep? Yeah, yeah. this is really you, intense. You can hide in there. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> and, and it has to pull out drawers like a morgue, so you <laughs> can literally great. take a nap. So you like the sink and the morgue at <laughs> the Levittown Public Library. <laughs> okay, good. Oh. <laughs> I wish well, my house good. was as organized. I know, right? Mine too. Don't we all? Okay, you know what? Before we get ahead of ourselves. Sorry, I had to. That's okay. Um, it was nice that we got to find out about everybody here and, and how they got started. So we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to get into the nuts and bolts of this place. So we'll be back in just a moment.
Okay, welcome back. In case uh, you forgot, we were at the Levittown Public Library. So, <clears throat> again, we're with uh, Marianne Farrell, the Assistant Director, Marie Andreski, the Department Head of the Media Innovation Station, Lisa Jean Santer, who's a library aide here at the library, and uh, <clears throat> Benji I'm gonna Pancho. Pancho, sorry. Um, and he's from IT. So, now we get to talk about all the good stuff. Now we get to talk about all the interesting and amazing things we have here. So, uh, you know, I visited here, like I said before, uh, because Sachem is considering and going to build something like this. And uh, from the second that I walked in, and I know my colleagues felt the same way, we were just blown away by this place. It, you know, it was so impressive that you had gotten this done. And, you know, the equipment that you have available is just stunning. And, you know, and what I like as much as the equipment it's the layout of the room. So, you know, we're going to talk, a, uh, hopefully you guys are going to tell us a little bit about your secrets, a little bit about your tips. And, um, you know, so let's just start from the beginning. Who had the vision? Who said, we're building this? Um, our previous director, Celeste Lotman, collaborated with the staff to create a concept of the innovation station. Um, they started the construction project before her retirement. And our current director, Trina Reed, completed the construction and created the Innovation Station team, which consists of staff members from each department who work together to decide what technology should be purchased or will be purchased for the room and um, what types of programs and services they would like to bring to the Innovation Station. That's really cool. Um, was this part of the public space, like this area that we're in now? Was it, was it public space? Was it storage? You know, what was this it? This was the custodial office. The custodial office. office. Wow. It's yeah. a pretty big office for the custodial. I'm going to put in question 2A. What do the custodians do after you kick them out of their office? Oh, um, I'm not, they have an answer for that, I'm sure. Are they behind yeah. the vents? They're behind the vents, right? They're not <laughs> behind the vents. But They're living in the job ceiling. An up ceiling. <laughs> some of the equipment, if you look around, is still here. It couldn't be moved, like the electric panels and, right. and fire panels. But um, they were relocated across wow. That's incredible. That's yeah. a big incentive for libraries around. Well, I mean, it's something well, that I've always talked about is repurposing. Yeah whether yeah. you have a reference collection that's not being used or a, a section where there's just chairs that nobody ever sits in that are now fading because they've been in the sun for so long or a custodial office that you can send custodial and build something nice for them and then displace them. Uh, you know, I'm all about repurposing. You don't necessarily have to build a $30 million extension to do the things you want to do. Yeah. And it's always really important to be as creative as possible when it comes to those kinds of things. And so I wasn't actually here when that happened. So oh, come I on. You're not going to take the credit for it? No, no. I'm just saying I don't know like exactly how was it the full. It was a dumping ground for the yeah. custodian, yeah. basically. Oh, really? Yeah. This wall is here. This was all storage of like uh, paper supplies, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, here was their office, but you could barely find their desk. Yeah. It was loaded yeah. with junk. Like you said, chairs that were sitting there that wow. were broken or something. Right. It gave an, ex an excuse to clean house a little bit, too. <laughs> and one day somebody just walked by and said it'd be great if we could do something like an innovation station here. Was that? Well, I think, they, right? had, um, I think they had a vision of vision doing of it. it. Right. And then wow. the architects came in and they you know, looked at the area where, they, where we had the most space. Yeah. And that's what they did. That's incredible. Yeah. It really is. That's cool. And actually, I think this was the most cost-effective right. place yeah. to do it, yeah. rather than doing other extensions. Or mm -hmm. So when did the uh, construction begin, and how long did it take from the time you know you got the first sledgehammer out until you did the r your ribbon cutting? 
a little over a year. It started September. That is amazing. Yeah, it started September 2013. Um, Officially, the grand opening was October 2014. That that really is amazing that you could do it that quickly. Um, Yeah, from groundbreak. So I'm sure the planning process before right a while, but, i mean you know, to get the perm- permits know. and everything else right. yeah yeah so okay the one thing that w- i found really fascinating and creative was the way you financed the operation how you were going to pay for not only the construction but all of the equipment that you have here can you tell me a little bit about that um yeah so we were able to fund the project through the new york state construction grant program every year they offer um, a program that you can apply for and you're reimbursed up to a certain portion of it. So um, a portion came from that and mm-hmm. a portion also came from a capital fund project. Um, I have the breakdown of the costs of everything if you're interested. I'd love it. Okay. So the construction, the actual construction costs, um, which included relocating the custodians across the way. So you built a new place for them. We built a new area for them as well. Um, Is it as big as this? Don't tell them. We don't ever know. It's not. It's, it's not the custodial But it's cozy. Process. It is. It's nice. It's a little it's fireplace. Cozy. Water cooler. It's cozy. It's, it's off the garage. We, we won't tell anybody. It's, it's cozy. We'll keep it between us. <laughs> um, it was $428,000. Wow. Um, the furniture huh? was $16,275. Does that include the counters or just the physical chairs and tables? Um, that is furniture costs. I'm going <laughs> 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 um, to say probably, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. We yeah. can go with that. That sounds good. Um, some equipment, <laughs> some of the equipment um, was $8,780 and supplies $2,500. Um, but the Levittown Library Foundation purchased one of the 3D printers, so that was a nice start. Yeah. Um, can you tell me a little bit about what the Levittown uh, Foundation is? Is it like a Friends of the Library kind of thing? Or? Yeah. Kind of. They can do fundraising for us, which we're not allowed to do. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know that much about it. It's a group of community members right. who come together. They are not a Friends of the Library. They are a foundation, so they do have... So they're a separate entity completely yes. from you? Yeah. Yes. They're not a 501... Are they a 501c3? Yes, they yes. are. Okay. Yes, but they they're are. just separate and apart from the municipality end of... It, it's more like a private 501c3. Yes. yes. So it's not publicly funded or anything. And um, you, you're the director's on it, the assistant director, right. a couple of board members. A couple members. of board members. Um, and some community, yeah, mm-hmm. local members. And they fundraise and try to um, have funds to support the library and purchase items for the library as well. Um, yeah, it was nice that they were able to do a 3D printer because that's... That's a large uh, expense. It costs, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, looking around the room, tell us about some of the equipment you have here. It's, it's not all high, high tech, right? I mean, some of it is, uh, you know, you can see the sink here that, that Chris loves and happens to. <laughs> it's very cool. So it's just, just yeah, you, have a, you actually have a full a kitchen. Full, you have full, kitchen. full kitchen. Is there a dishwasher there, too? Yes. yes. Yeah. And a refrigerator. A dishwasher. Refrigerator. And a refrigerator. So tell us about some of the goodies that you have here. Yeah, definitely. The non-tech goodies? Uh, both. Everything. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Spill the guts. <laughs> this is where it. you could just unload so we could write it all down and do it back home. Go ahead. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's sharing. It's not stealing. Yeah, we'll put a sign up that says Levittown. We're collaborating. Yeah. Well, we have our 3D printers, which you can see. We have a 3D scanner. 
Um, we also have, um, which uh, the, the 3D printers use filament. We have um, doodlers, which are like pen doodlers. Yes, the three doodlers. Uh, the three doodlers. Three doodlers. They three doodlers, yeah. We have three different ones. Actually, we're ordering a third set. Um, they keep making it better and better. Yeah. So we have those on order. Um, and use the same type of filament where you can bring it any place. It doesn't have to be used in this room if, it doesn't, if you don't need to. Um, we also have our um, Cricut, which cuts paper. Oh, God, yeah. You can use, we have an old version where you use um, cartridges. Okay. And the newer version, you use the IMAX, and it's Bluetooth. And you can program it. You can um, make designs. You can take away things in the designs. You can make layers. And if you look around the room, there's some things that were made, like the signage up over here uh, we did with the Cricut. Um, we Which also was have made of paper. That's a paper. I that's thought amazing. That was like, I really walked in touching yeah, it because I thought it was. It looks like professionally made yeah. signage. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, we're professionals. We are. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> what did you do? Go wait in the car. <laughs> oh, I got to wait in the car now? Good, you get to break all the equipment down there. <laughs> but we also have um, a machine called the Ellison die machine, which oh, yes. most libraries have. Right. I call it the dinosaur of the cricket because it can make those shapes. Right. But and uh, you can make a lot at once. Yeah. But it's manual. We have button makers, which is kind of manual. They're not electrical or anything. We have uh, three different sizes. And um, we have sewing machine. The sewing machine. Yeah, that was next. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we have a sewing machine and um, embroidery machines. They the are digital. Must be cool. yeah, yeah, we have two of each. So um, we got second ones of each, too. So when we did classes, we could have uh, you know, more people. So come. you just have people swap in and out, or you have small classes? We usually have small classes, yeah, with instruction. We have had people come in and individually use them. Um, we have manuals for everything, just in case somebody doesn't know how to use it, because we always say that we're learning while we're going, mm -hmm. because we don't know how to use everything you know like you know, we're not pros at everything yeah. i should say not that well, we that, don't know how to that's use that's good right because that takes the expectation of the mm -hmm. person yeah. coming in saying right. you know not makes them you know, feel we, we can learn together mm -hmm. you know we're yes. not going to show right. you everything right? i that's think that's cool. our saying when they call yep. or they ask right. questions we we'll, say we're learning with you we're right. learning yeah. together yeah, yeah. And i think and that that mm -hmm. that probably takes away a lot of the anxiety mm -hmm. right of people coming in and being like right. oh, i have to know everything about the cricket and everything about the and also, they teach us. You know, yeah. a lot of times we'll be doing something, and they'll figure out the problem before we do. Right. You know, or the solution, maybe That's not cool. the problem. So um, we also have, um, let's see, do we have this? We have hmm? bots. Oh, the bots. These bots, the bots. You talking about the spheros? The spheros, um, which are um, Benji could talk more about that. That yeah. are used with Nexus pads. Right. We we have some Nexus. Uh, uh, provided or, or granted to us by uh, New York State, mm -hmm. so we we use them together with some spheros to control the spiro balls, and YA usually has some programs that they come down and play with those. The kids can program them; they they play around with it. Um, really it's one of the more popular ones, and we we take them sometimes when we go to to uh, uh, on shows. You know, we've been to like Barnes and Noble and show, um, so we show them off times like that. That's cool. Uh, the little bits. Little bit. I wasn't talking about little bits. Yeah, we also have something called little bits. I don't know if you heard of those. Mm -hmm. They're yeah, little sure. gadgets and circuits that you can put together, and there's almost immediate results. So I mean, basically, it's a 
It's a nine volt battery, a power cord, and then a power switch. And then it has input and output pieces. And you put like four things together and you can make something wave, you can make it blink. I mean, and the kids get very excited right away, right. you know? And then they just build on top of that. And of course we have instruction booklets. Some use them, some don't. Some just use their own imagination. We also have something called Mindstorms, okay. which is Lego. Mm -hmm. And you can build robots and make them do different, I guess not chores, but movements and things like that. And we have manuals where they can build. I don't think that. You want to make an iRobot from Legos? But we have manuals for that too, like Legos, you know, to put it together. And our youngest, who has put it together, I think he was six. He came twice with his dad. And um, he's going to come back to actually make it work. So that's that'll great. be the third time. Yeah. That's wow. Mm -hmm. I'm speechless. You have to build this in Suffolk for us. Yeah. You're our only chance. Right? <laughs> you know that, right? You're our only chance. And you better have a cricket. I was just going to say, and you need a help me, Obi-Wan. And a Roomba. You need help a Roomba. me, Levittown. You're my only hope. <laughs> yeah. And we're starting to go a little bit further. Like, we have a, a Dremel now, and um, we're trying to get some soldering tools, wow. things like that. So we want to go in another direction. That's mm -hmm. And that's actually something that long-term yeah. we were talking about over at Sachem doing that, too. Wow. You know, starting to talk about, you know, soldering and circuit boards and stuff like that. That's okay. cool. And we have some things in the works that um, I don't know. Can we share that we're going to be getting? Uh, we can, but that's one of the questions. At the oh, okay. We, Never mind. We, we I'm jumping ahead. We won't tell anybody. Do you want, <laughs> to jump ahead? Do you want yeah. us to jump ahead? Sure. Why not? Okay. We're really excited that we're getting a chocolate 3D oh, printer. So I really? <laughs> We are. You realize anybody in Suffolk County just heard that will be lining up. <laughs> I feel like we need to do an episode two, really, right after they get the 3D chocolate. I know, printer. right? Yeah. We're back with the cool. 3D chocolate printer. Right, right. <laughs> guests, we don't have guests. M printer, what are you making now? <laughs> a Hershey bar. Wow. So that's a separate whole 3D printer altogether, right? Yes. It's not you're not like you're throwing a new extruder in the no. maker box. No, no, they they haven't built one for. I think health, for health this, wise, no, that might not be yeah. a good idea anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't want to yeah. mix. But we thought yeah. we might be able to incorporate it with some of our cooking classes. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Here, so. Sure. It's going to be incredible. That that's really cool. Do you have any job openings? I'm kidding. You just go on the road for the job. Between the kitchen and now the chocolate 3D printer. And the sink. And the sink. The sink. It's the sink. So tell me a little bit about, because obviously you have two, you know, Benjamin, why don't you tell us a little bit about the two 3D printers that we have before we talk about how much you charge for everything. Okay. Basically, if you ask MakerBot, they're basically same generation. Because uh, even the Z18 they refer it as the fifth generations. Um, this, this were uh, um, is that large format? Is that what the difference? Yeah, the difference is one can print taller. Okay. Uh, Widthwise, more or less the same. So that can print the stormtrooper, and that can print like that. <laughs> <laughs> if we have the time. Yeah. So it basically has the same build plate, plate yeah. size. Right. Okay. Yeah. And we and we realized recently that it has a heater. Yeah. So it and helps. we're actually learning uh, quite a bit more lately because we didn't know that we could we could change the temperature inside that we could actually turn the temperature inside uh, okay. the, the printer. Because um, we always thought, you know, what, what was the default one? You know, it, it never got turned on. And I think from the improvement on the firmware, they always release new firmware, something mm -hmm. that's improved in a long way. And they're trying to make it a little bit faster, but yeah. it's it's still not as fast as you want it to right, be. But, right. you know, they've, they've improved a little bit on that one. 
And lately they introduced a new extruder. Uh, it's called an extruder plus, uh, which was supposed to be uh, better and uh, they've improved on that because they've always had trouble with extruders before yeah. get clogging up. Uh, yeah. They have the yeah, I know they've had issues in the past with their extruders. Yeah. Right. Uh, a lot of people have said, you know, that it, it's quite a bit. And ever since they replaced us, we've been good. We've been good, it's right? Been good. Yeah. Wow. It's been going uh, three, four months now. It used to be every two months or less, we have to call them up to get it replaced. Wow. So. Wow, that's that, that's great that you're having a lot of luck with the extruder, because that's always been something that's been a problem with their yes. with their stuff. Um, so, tell us a little bit about with your 3D printing and anything else that you do here, you know, do you charge? And if so, what do you, you know, how do you charge? What, what's the rate? You know, some people do it by weight. Some people do it by the half hour or the hour. Can you tell us a little bit about that policy-wise? With the 3D printer, <coughs> we charge a half hour, 50 cents for a half hour. Okay. With the 3D doodlers, it's 50 cents per stick. The butt makers, we have three different sizes. So the small is 25, medium is 50, and large 75. The Cricut, we actually to bring your own paper. If you don't have, we will supply some. The Elson die again, your own paper. Um, and the sewing machine and the embroidering machine, your own fabric. And if there's a special thread you want, right. bring it. Yeah. Bring it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so. it is. So I'm assuming you have Wi-Fi in, in, yes. in the room. Yeah. Yes. How many access points do you have? In we in have one access point dedicated for this room. Um, we not really available for public, but it's for our equipment. Mm -hmm. And But throughout the building, there's like uh, four access points throughout the building. Okay. So do you, do you limit the speed on your Wi-Fi, or do you just let it go like a 20 or 50? or? Um, on the um, the public ones, yeah, we do, because uh, mm -hmm. that's it's just a way to prevent uh, torrenting. And right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 But okay, so... The, the one thing that, that I found interesting was that all your power, all your outlets are in the ceiling. Tell me what the thought process was for that. Because it's it is a, it, it's an interesting concept. It's kind of unique. Um, the thing is, the, the, real re the, big, the main reason we have that on, uh, up on the ceiling is basically to prevent from tripping. Mm -hmm. And also, it's easier for the furnitures to be moved around. And it, it turned out quite uh, nicely, you know. I mean, never expected it to be. Uh, it, it's it's quite nice. To it's definitely accessible. It's up there. Yeah. Yeah. It keeps yeah. it out of the way. Right. You can see it's, it's right it's next to you. It's yeah, it's, it's, up, uh, it's shooting here. straight up to the ceiling. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about drilling and running conduit yeah. under the floor or anything. You go right to the drop. Right. The drop right. ceiling. Yeah, we do have them around the perimeter. But oh, yeah. Like yeah. Oh, yeah, you oh, have it against, all against the wall. Yeah, mm -hmm. sure. So what do you guys do if you have to plug something in the ceiling? you have a step stool? Yeah, yeah, it's right over there. Right there. there it is. There is a step stool. I don't need a step stool. I don't I either. <laughs> <laughs> How tall are you? No, I'm just <laughs> That's really incredible, though. I mean, so when you take all these tables out so of the way, amazing. you can have a huge programming room, right? Mm -hmm. Which yes. is what we're getting into next, I guess, right? What are some of the types of programs that you've run in this room? And, you know, what do you do with this space? You know, as innovative as it is, what do you, what do, you do with it? Um, so we do use... we use the room towards um, the um, like the purpose of the creation of the room. So we won't have a regular lecture if, you know, we do have other meeting rooms throughout the building. So we try to keep it to the scope of the room and what it can do for the community. So 
Um, we have different varieties. We have sewing programs. We have cooking programs. We have, um, we'll have a troop of Girl Scouts coming in, making their buttons for their badges wow. or what they need to do for um, to get to the next level for the Girl Scouts or the Boy Scouts. Um, we allow people just to walk in and do whatever they would like to do as well. Um, but what other, did I miss any programs? We've done, we've done like Girls Inc. here, where we've done the broadcasting, yep. where they made their own, um, what was it? They made um, public service announcements. Public service announcements, they wow. did in here, they made it from scratch. You know, they met here, they you know went through ideas here, then they used the, the um, IMAX, and then they actually produced it on the, That's great. the screen that comes down from the yeah. ceiling. Oh yeah, you have a drop screen, <coughs> yeah. Drop yeah. screen, yeah. yeah. BOCES brings in um, groups. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the 3D printer, the Cricut, right. life skills. Life skills, yeah. We We've had the yeah, Kiwanis come in here and use it, the mm-hmm. uh, the kids. They've done a few projects, community service projects. That's great. Yeah. Wow. Community connection. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. All community. it's very deep. Yeah. It's we very are, deep. Um, we're yeah. collaborating with the school district for the, the middle schools um, in the community, and their theme for their summer reading book is Counting by Sevens, and it's a maker bot type um, theme for the book and the kids will be coming in here over the course of the summer building something wow. with any of our equipment here and then they showcase it back at the schools in September so that's the biggest connection to make is the schools yeah that's what a lot of libraries suffer yeah. with they don't they don't they can't bridge that gap between mm-hmm. the school yeah. and the libraries yeah. right. so they've done that too here yeah that's yeah. awesome yeah, this is becoming a model for what everybody else should be doing. We have a pretty good relationship right. with the school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we've had because they job. they even use us for their remote access for the kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they they can access their computers uh, in school through us. Wow, wow, that's that's, cool. that's really neat. But it's really for all age groups, and um, you know, we, we have like we have the adult life skills class come in. Mm-hmm. Um, we have senior groups that come yes. in as well. Uh, the, the homemakers of America have come in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is it's really it's eye-opening, right? Big community. Yeah. 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 They don't just have to be our community, right? You right. Know. We don't turn. Well, you know, away. I, I found that interesting when you had said when we had come for the tour that this is open to anybody. Anyone. You don't have to just be a Levittown cardholder. Right. right. And it goes for the community. It goes for the community groups as well, yeah. as long as they're not. Wow. What are you doing tomorrow? You want to come? I know. Let's go. <laughs> You're <build> welcome. <laughs> sure. You're more than welcome. <laughs> you, got a, you got a file we need to print? Yeah. I might break it and then just leave, right? <laughs> I, know, right? I don't know what happened. Just, like, know. skulk out. Yeah. But you could remake it on the... That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I could scan it in and reprint it. Right. So tell me a little bit how, how you staff the room. Because, you know, it, it's one thing to build this beautiful place, but if there's nobody here that knows how to use any of the equipment, you know, that could be the, a real train wreck. No. Staff is... This room is staffed as long as it's open. So it's open 12 hours out of the day. So it's staffed the 12 hours. There's always someone that knows the room, and the whole building is basically trained in this room. Like we said before, we've learned by doing. Mm -hmm. So during the course of the day, different people, if they have a free hour, they'll come down, and they'll train on something. And it's ongoing. I call it my ongoing training, and we train each other. Someone that might not be good on something else would be wonderful on the sewing machine. One day, one of our staff members that have been here for a long time she took the sewing machine she got some material and she made a bed skirt and she made the cover for the microwave the cover for the microwave <laughs> we're like wow wow now That's we need to song. be trained <laughs> 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 so everyone i think we has a skill 
we know how to use everything, but some of us are better at other things, and we pull from that. Right. You play on everyone's strengths. Yes. That's great. And uh, anyone in the building, if I'm short in one department, I can move someone in here from any place in the building. We, we, want pe we wanted the room to be cross-trained, where we can take anyone from anywhere. And everybody's eager to learn. They all want to yeah. do yeah. it. Who doesn't want to hang out? They all want to come I down know, here. Right? <laughs> I awesome. stop through all the time. I'm like, Lisa Jean, what are you making? Yeah. Show me. She's like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I never say that. No, she <laughs> never does. <laughs> never. She, they're always very, and me being new to the staff, they're always very helpful in showing me what they do. And, and uh, they've made some incredible pieces here. But you can walk around the building, and you can see all the departments are now decorating their departments using the machines in here. Wow. Yeah. That, that's kind of it, it shows that it's more than just kids making trinkets yeah. and tchotchkes right. and that kind of stuff you're actually using it not just for the public but to decorate your building yeah right. and to use it almost in a utilitarian a utilitarian way i can't say that word uh, we've made bookmarks and we've made giveaways right for different yeah. programs wow that's, that's really, really kind of cool. neat isn't it yeah yeah, yeah I'm, I'm floored yeah i was gonna say do you want to talk about what your um what Marsha did for the summer reading. Oh, um, she's handing out goodie bags for the senior, uh, the adult uh, uh, patrons. And instead of buying the bags, we used the Cricut and we used a pattern to cut them out. We stuck them together, the glue dots, and we used different pattern scrapbooking paper. Wow. And then we made bookmarks that say Levittown Public Library with the cut out of a book. Wow. And we made a hundred of each of those. So she's going to hand those out. And then she's stuffed them. On the 3D them machine. On incredible. the 3D on machine. The 3D so we used the Cricut and the 3D wow. machine for these giveaways. And then she put some other things in there. But so it's yeah. like a staff maker space. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it's also cost effective, too, because mm -hmm. sometimes yeah. making these things costs less than buying they're them. Buying and them. Yeah. They're made and they here. <laughs> they're beautiful. They look better, too. That really is. I mean, and that's, it almost, in a way, it's almost paying for itself. Absolutely. That's really That's cool. incredible. Yeah. You're writing down all of the ideas. <laughs> Recording the whole no, thing. <laughs> he's not going to produce this. He's just going to go back and play it back. And go, We're never going to hear this. this. <laughs> he's just going to ad lib. We're at the Safety Public think Library. This is today. really uh, a podcast. Yeah, there's no just, podcast. This is all. Uh, I want my money up front. This is just now. intelligence. Yeah. We're just gathering intel. <laughs> no podcast at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, with regard to how you manage the space, I think we kind of went over that a lot. Do you find, and you said that most everybody wants to be in here, but do you find resistance from time to time with people who may not feel comfortable being in here? Maybe during, you know, when somebody's working on a particular uh, piece of equipment or something like that? No, because I think we work together as a team. So the person that isn't comfortable, I usually know who they are, and I'll send someone that's very comfortable, mm -hmm. and they work together. I'm, I'm all about teamwork. We have to work together and to make it Absolutely. to make it work and to make it comfortable when the patrons come in, and when the groups come in. There's we have big groups at times, so I might have to staff three people in here, mm -hmm. and we work together. And one person again that's good at one thing isn't good at another. It makes us complete. Right. We also admit it if we're not good. Yeah, like we do. can't you get Libby to do that? She's really good at it. You know it. that that actually <laughs> says a lot about yeah. about the staff that did you feel comfortable enough to say I really don't want to do this. Can you get somebody yeah. else to help me right. with this? I'll tell and then we'll be taught later on. You know, then we'll be try to be taught later on. So. Right. But and we know we're not the experts. So if we have the expert on. She always tries to put the six, the person who's the best at yes. it. Yes. Yes. We have a page that um, she's amazing. Yeah. She really her three D printing, her three D doodling. She's. she's 
She picks up the 3D doodler and she just. She's we an actually, Yes, and she, we actually won a 3D doodler contest. Really? We came in second with place. 3D doodler. Yeah. With 3D doodler. With 3D doodler. With the old one. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. I because I had one and the, the extruder part broke. The the, the feeding wheels broke. Right. Mm -hmm. I tried to take it apart. I couldn't get it back together. It wasn't very good. Yeah. Should have just bought a new one. They're only ninety-eight dollars. <laughs> yeah, on eBay, they're, on eBay they're even cheaper. Even cheaper. They're like thirty dollars. <laughs> oh wow. So I hope the kids don't listen to this. I'm not buying a new three doodlers. It's not happening. They can come to the Levittown Public Library and use them here. That's right. Because it's so far away. Yeah. <laughs> don't have your dad bring them. No, no. Road trip. Yeah, yeah road, road trip. trip. Yeah. Oh, I won't be able to get my kids out of here if I bring them in here. Sometimes they don't leave, and it's fine. Yeah. You find them the next day, like eating <laughs> eating out of the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> so should we talk about the kitchen now? Yeah, tell so us a little bit about the kitchen. kitchen. Yeah. Why not? Go ahead. It's nicer than mine at home. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> not How do you keep the fingerprints off the stainless steel? Kidding. The custodians come back and we have we really do but you know what then that's that just goes to show the staff and how eager and wonderful they all are because they all pitch in. Yeah. You know, do we sit there and scrub? No, but somebody does and, and they take pride in what they're doing and, and it's beautiful. It's always beautiful. The minute you walk in, it's always cleaned, it's always um, And the walls are white. I have to say that right white. from the word go. And they're still white. They're not stained. Oh, the, they're not yeah. stained. The marker? Well, the walls have special paint. You can draw on them with markers. It's idea paint. It's idea paint. I don't know. It's just really smelly when they put it in. We yeah. didn't realize how smelly we yeah. had to close the building because <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. But um, it's like, yeah, like dry erase boards, right? Yes, it's like a dry erase board. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Because so, our great. director would like us to draw on the walls, so we're attempting to come up with some ideas to draw on the walls. Mm -hmm. So we're buying, we're buying markers. How funny is it that they're, they're encouraging you to draw, to draw on the on walls? The, walls. <laughs> the director wants you to draw on the walls, but the assistant director just went, what? <laughs> She's not drawing it anywhere. Oh, I didn't know about that. <laughs> well, the good thing about it is you can always take it off because yeah. it comes off. So. And, and there's really no mistakes made. You right. know, we just yeah. we get through it and we move on. And mm -hmm. so if I were to draw a horrible picture because I have no artistic ability, yeah. Yeah, um, it's you fine. Just erase it. Yeah. Yeah. You just make it right. Well, actually, when we were trying it out, we said, "How about if it really stays on there?" So we took that poster off the wall, and I drew behind it and Sorry. tested it. So we said we could always put it back on, and nobody will know. Right. But it came off. It worked so out. It nice. was fine. Yeah. In fact, it comes off a little too easy, so we're afraid to. Oh, you brush it against it. Yeah. brushes yeah. against, so we're looking at a different type of markers that might stay better. Hmm. So we'll say, or we'll just draw higher, so nobody will walk into it. So. So how often do you actually have cooking classes where you use the uh, the kitchen, or do you allow groups to come in to use the kitchen? We do both. We allow groups to come in. Individuals cannot come in to make their Sunday dinner. Oh, so you can't come in to make Christmas Cupcakes or Christmas no. cookies. Or <laughs> Christmas <laughs> but I'd like to book the program. room to make Christmas cookies <laughs> in my family. Um, um, we use it often, once a month, twice a month. At least once a month. And it was important to have the kitchen, the sink, so that the demonstrator could come in and really have yeah. full use of, a de you know, be able to demonstrate and really work to their fullest potential and not have any limitations. So, um, and it's fully stocked. It has bowls, fully stocked plates. Everything you can imagine in a kitchen is in those cabinets. That's crazy. The dishwasher, because as the much as our staff really want to be in here, I don't know that they want to be in here washing dishes. <laughs> They're not doing dishes. So, you know, 
it was important to have it um, all accessible for the cooking demonstrations. That really is. Uh, I'm just looking at his stainless steel cabinets. Oh, it, it actually brings up a good question. Ventilation in the room. Now, I know that there's, I think you have, you have a separate air handler for the room versus just a cooktop, right? Yeah. Right. So tell me a little bit about the air handler that you have. Do you know? Studio rooms. The yeah. So the, the ventilation always needs to be on you know, whenever there's a cooking class, regardless. Mm -hmm. um, but other than that? I know it's, I don't know what it's called, but I know it's a special vent that it takes. Like, you can't smell what's cooking in here out there. Ever. Anytime really? we have a Ever. cooking class, you, which sometimes is upsetting because you want to know what they're cooking. But no, I'm making you don't smell salmon it. and I can't smell it. Yeah, no, it goes right out those, whatever type of system it is, it goes right out. So you have to sit outside in order to smell it. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but used to be when they had those uh, cooking classes in the community when you can smell it all the way upstairs. Yeah. Okay. And now you can't. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. So it's yeah. pretty powerful. Yeah. Wow. So what advice would you give a library that... Um, like Sachem, uh, who'd want to try to do this? It's going to sound a little, do your research. Mm -hmm. Really know what you want to bring to the community. Take feedback from the community, because now 3D printers are pretty common. So right. a lot of the schools have them. I don't know if the schools in Suffolk County have them, but a lot in Nassau County do. Mm -hmm. um, and really just do your research to see what's going to fit your space, what you can accommodate, your budget, obviously. Right. Um, and then look out if you have, look for donations, if you have a friends group, if you have a, um, an endowment fund or something um, within your community. It doesn't always have to be so grand like this. You can start small. Yeah. If you have a small budget, you can put it on a cart. Mm -hmm. You know, there are libraries that are starting out that way to see how successful they are. Um, and then it can move from room to room. I was just going to say, it, it, it almost makes sense to have it portable if you need right. it, especially if you're going to do a demonstration. And how many people can this room hold? About 30, 40? It's 25. Yeah. 25? But if you were going to do a larger demonstration, you can you know, put it on a cart or maybe a dedicated cart that you have for the MakerBot or whatever, and you can bring it to a community room and, and have that you know, Make portable. It right. Right. During and our anniversary, we brought one of the 3D makers upstairs. Mm -hmm. 3D printers upstairs yeah. on a car and demo it. And, and yeah, start so. small. Like Lisa Jean said, the doodlers are $100, you yeah. know, even if it's a small budget. And just start off small if you aren't sure. But it'll grow. Yeah. It'll grow quickly. Or come here. Or come here. <laughs> we can just come here, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, you know, seriously, anybody yeah. in Nassau especially. Absolutely. But, but Suffolk, it's not a far ride. It no. took us no, 20 minutes, not, right? So As long as you're not in, you know, yeah. Montauk or If something. you're concerned about what a 3D printer looks like or could you have one at your library or, you know, what do the IMAX look like set up? What does the large yeah. format, the large format MakerBot printer look like? You know, come to the Levittown Public Library and take a look at it. Come right. take a look, yeah. You know, they'll be glad to show you and then you can yeah. kind of get past your fears and maybe start something small, right. you know, at your place and watch it build and you know, see the community come out and get behind it. Yeah, it's, and the way that the room is... Yeah, go ahead. Go it's, it's good to try things out here, too, before right. you buy it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, Use like us as your 3D, 3 doodler. You know, a lot of people had a hard time using it. You know, see how you, how easy it is for you to handle it. Right. Yeah. And, you know. What we've seen happen, the biggest mistake, I think, that we've seen libraries across the country make is buy hardware and then not have programming to back it up, right. um, not have, you know, staff training set up, know to happen not have the uh, the passion that you guys have behind it and the eagerness to learn how to use it 
and then it sits and right. it gets covered and then it gets you know it gets old and dusty and you know there's a lot of libraries that started out with this with the makerspace as a uh, you know as a catchword and they were like oh we're going to have one and a makerspace equals a 3D printer and we're going to put it in and now, now we have a makerspace here's a 3D printer no programming they printed a dozen bunnies and now the thing's sitting in a in a closet in a closet yeah you know, so if you're if you're a library like that in Suffolk and Nassau or Eastern Seaboard, donate your printer to the Levittown Public <laughs> Library, and we'll use it here. So well, we actually, no. what's interesting, we just did receive a donation mm -hmm. of what was that was, right? it was it's a called a skin and cut. It's like kind of like a cricket, yeah. but um, evidently from what the pages were saying, they used it the other day. It actually works faster in some Beautiful. ways. Beautiful, yeah. And they brought up in the scrapbooking class the other day, mm -hmm. and the people in the audience, they knew of it, and they were yeah, very they excited, excited that we had that also. Mm -hmm. And we great. didn't pay anything for it. But it was what was donated. interesting, what's yeah. even more interesting, is it was donated because the, yes. the woman who donated it did not know how to use right. it. Right. So yep. she donated it to us. Mm -hmm. She's taking part in our class. Mm -hmm. Hopefully she won't want it back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you for training me on it. I'm going to take it back. But <laughs> she's, you know, and, and she wants yeah. to learn how to use it through our venue rather right. than having it at home and just her fiddling with. So, you know, it's a yeah. wonderful opportunity. So even if somebody in communities that are starting this yeah. get a donation, even small. It could be the doodlers. It could be a cricket, something mm -hmm. small. And if you look at the room, it's kind of broken down into segments that you don't have to do such a grand scale if you right. don't have that room mm -hmm. or the money. You right. could do a, a panel of IMAX yeah. or mm -hmm. a couple of things mixed within that area. Well, we talked about it at the, at the library conference, too. Even if mm -hmm. you take one Mac and you put video editing software on it or photo editing yep. software, right there, that's a space uh -huh. to make. Yeah. You know, right. So you've yep. basically yeah. made the beginning of a makerspace. Right. Yeah. Now add a 3D printer to it, right. put software on the Mac, and now you have you know a bigger makerspace. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and then it's you can add to that, get a green screen, get a sound right. room, like right. all these things. Like that's what we're thinking It just builds over time. Just build yeah. onto yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, what, what you folks have done here that really you know is just like a, a resounding gong to me is you've made it comfortable. You know, so when people hear makerspaces, they're like, I wouldn't even know where to start. I, you know, budget, money, you know, introducing the space. And when you walk in here, it's inviting. Mm -hmm. It's comfortable. Yeah. It's not, you know, nobody's like afraid to use anything. But we had somebody no. here today who, um, she is just asking, an older woman, and we said, come on, come in, we'll show you. And then they get very excited when you yeah, show them. Yeah. You know, and I always like to say, I'm 52 years old. I never thought I'd be doing this. You know, my son thinks it's hysterical because I'm, I'm not even great on the computer, okay? He thinks <laughs> it's hysterical that I can have these conversations with his future father-in-law about 3D printers. Wow. He's like, you're speaking another language, Ma. And that's because I learned it. Benji taught me way back when. Okay? <laughs> and, they teach the and they teach the rest of the staff. They're just, very good yeah. and they're very patient mm -hmm. in teaching yeah. whoever wants to learn. Yeah. I just I like the environment. I do too. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's very inviting, and it's not intimidating to walk in here. Right. You know, when you talk, walk into some technology places, it, not a makerspace, but you know, a computer lab or something, you see all this stuff. And if you're not familiar with what it is, it can be very intimidating. Yeah. But this, from the word go, you walk into this place, and it's it's inviting. It's it's soft. It has a soft feel to it. It's not this industrial. Everything, you know, is is steel, and and you can't touch it. And it, it's very. I'm going to say inviting one more time. It's just inviting. Yeah. You know. And if you're charged to do it, like as a manager, or you know, if, a, if your director comes to you and says, well, we want to make a space here, so you know, do some research and, and then come back to me. You know, the first thing they should say is, well, they can't do it alone, right? So right. they have mm -hmm. to bring in the, yes. the departments. So yeah. you know, we're talking yeah. about doing... Everybody has to, it's a buy-in. You need the IT department. You yeah. need children's. You need teens. You need adults. Yeah. Yeah. I think some libraries are under the impression that like one person can kind of own the makerspace. Mm -hmm. 
And it really comes down to, well, we're going to get this equipment. We're going to get a 3D printer and some IMAX. And then you can go to children's and teens and, and adult and say, let's develop some programming around this mm -hmm. so yeah. that we can all make use of the, of the device. Yeah, right? Is that how yeah. that kind of works? Yeah, works? that's yeah. the way we yeah. work. Right. Yeah. We're a team. Yeah. I mean, right. okay. and then <coughs> uh, members of the community come in and they start showing off their, their skills too. And mm -hmm. then they, they, they want to help and teach. Uh, right. you know, just the other day, we have a class in SketchUp yeah. taught by somebody outside. That's the and ultimate who, compliment, who yep. is yeah. to have somebody mm -hmm. come in from the yeah. outside yes. and teach. Mm -hmm. yes. One of our patrons Incredible. who was using 3D printer, we mm -hmm. started talking, and right. he's, he's a retired SketchUp engineer. And mm -hmm. he yeah. said, I'll do a program on wow. SketchUp. And this program filled immediately where we had to offer a second program. Yeah. That's right. great. Yeah. That's They're great. They're looking for that a really second yeah. uh, mm -hmm. date, too. Mm -hmm. Wow. But we have a committee, or would you say a committee or a team? A team. We team. meet like once every couple of months mm -hmm. just to and it's from people in all over the building not just down right. here they're working here mm -hmm. and we you know talk about new ideas and what do we where would we go where do we want to go from here things like that right so it's not like it, you know we had a meeting once and then we forgot about it we're always mm -hmm. thinking and developing and, yeah, yeah developing well, can you tell me a little bit about outreach do you ever take these machines out of the building and take them to places for <laughs> we took the speed <laughs> yeah um we did one in Barnes & Noble mm -hmm. a while yeah. back. Right. Uh, and recently in, uh, uh, what was that, the... Uh, we, we, had, we were participating in the Wantaw um, Levittown right. EMS uh, Recruitment Day. And they reached out to a couple of different community members, uh, community groups, and they invited us to have a table, and, and our staff brought some... Um, Little bits and um, the Spiros. The Spiros, the yeah. Spiros yeah. is the one. And one of our YA librarians yeah. brought right. them to the middle school. Middle, middle school. school. Mm -hmm. so brought yeah. the Spiro balls there. Yeah. Yeah. So, but Barnes and Noble, we went to their first annual last year. They're having a second annual this year. I don't know if we're going to participate, mm -hmm. but they're advertising for it already, and they asked us to come. That's great. And they're mini maker fair. Yeah, they're mini maker yes. fair. Yes, yes. They had they had one in Lake Grove too. Yeah. Yeah. One it in was all of them on like the same yeah. weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Port Jeff's going to have one, too. Port Jeff is. Yeah, down by the uh, village hall. So over a, th what, two-day, three-day weekend, Friday three night starting to Sunday, to Sunday, each staff, we ha I staffed two people for two to three hours, and we had shifts. And we, we changed over, we met, and we changed equipment. It, it was exciting and fun. That's cool. And we and what's really interesting is the day that I was there, I met several people, and they actually came to the mm -hmm. library. Yeah. And they were oh, not yeah. our patrons. They came from other towns. Oh wow! And um, they've been back since. So that's that's yeah, proof. Our outreach. That's <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. great. Because I mean, part of part of outreach is to let people know what you have, what you can do, and yeah. to come to the library. I've done outreach with other libraries in the past, and it tends to bring the people in because right. maybe they didn't know what you were doing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or the the big thing I always say is, I haven't had a library card in twenty five years. Well, right. come on down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. it's in your, you're paying for it in your taxes. You might as well take right. advantage of it, and we're the best deal in town. Right. So I always encourage people who, who say they, you know, well, I don't use my library. Well, why don't you? You know, it's not just books anymore. No. It's not Definitely even close. Not, not even close. No, especially even, not here. We even had a young lady who um, wanted all of our uh, scraps from our filaments, mm -hmm. and she was making, um, I forget which contest she entered. It wasn't Town of Hampstead. It was maybe Town Voice the Bay. Mm-hmm. And she made a solar house out of old CD cases and our filaments. And wow. um, she won first prize in her age group. She sent us a photo. Then That's she cool. entered a fashion show using 
and stuff like from the filament, the extra pieces, like the um, the platforms, yeah. uh, not the flat, the rafts that you um, right, all the you supporting all structures, all the extra pieces mm -hmm. that we throw away. She wanted, so yeah, that sounds like a contest cool. in and of itself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what you can do with all the scraps, right? right. Wow. So we're recycling, we're being green as well. <laughs> We had graduating students to do their uh, final uh, projects here. Remember that uh, shoe? Oh, yeah, for the fashion. For the okay. fashion. Uh, she made, she designed she, a shoe. She goes to, really? she went she to uh, New York. FIT? FIT. That's cool. And we've had a couple of um, young men who were engineers who were yes. building something, and um, they came and built it here. That's neat. That's really cool. The, the kid who's making the microscope. a microscope. Oh, we also, oh, right. We have the a kid microscope. now who's building a microscope. He's probably like, I don't know, we think 10, 11, or 12. And he's building it piece by piece. And we asked him when he's done, we'd like to see what it looks like. Because he's yeah. still making the pieces. That's amazing. Yeah. And this is what you can do with a 3D, right. ma with a, a maker space, with 3D printing, and and all kinds of other technology. It, it, it's really kind of neat. I mean, it kind of blows away some of the other questions I even had. <laughs> no, we were talking about programming Sorry. and we already yeah. discussed it, so. Yeah, how, do you, how do you pick the most, you want to ask him the, the unique? Right? Yeah, what was the most unique thing that you've yeah. done so far with the space, other than the shoe and the microscope? And well, I the mean, microscope is going to be that's an gotta original be. answer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the picture? Oh, yeah, yeah. Dennis mm -hmm. done the picture. <laughs> well. I, I guess I could say Dennis Dunn, right? That's who gave it to us. Yes or no? Sure. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Kind of did. a legislator. <laughs> we can't <laughs> rewind. Sorry. No editing. <laughs> they gave us a photo of a um, military soldier, um, an old photo, and they were looking to make a bust out of it with a 3D printer. Mm -hmm. Well, we don't have the capability to make a bust, not yet anyway, not yet. but we made a 3D relief out of it okay. and um, we were so surprised on how it came out because when you held it up to the light it actually looked like it was a photo it's beautiful really? Really? this 3D yes um, we all have it probably on our phones we all had to because now we don't have the actual piece because I'm going to need so it. many pictures from you guys <laughs> to put <laughs> on the website because oh. people are going to yeah. say well, I want to see this I want to see this yeah. Yeah. it was amazing and it, we had never done it before mm -hmm. we just kept playing with software and it was kind of like building up on it and it came out fabulous. And so by mistake. By mistake, somebody went like this, and we said, wait a minute, hold it up to the light. It was 3D. Really? And we were it like, was amazing. That's yeah. cool. So it was wow. pretty cool. And you did that with a 3D printer. printer. Mm -hmm. we made it with 3D printer. What kind of filament did you use? Was it clear filament? No, we actually used, the clear doesn't work as well. If you use the opaque filament, mm -hmm. it seems to show more details. Hmm. So we used um, khaki, the color khaki. Wow. Write that down. It came out really good. <laughs> khaki. So, yeah. But that was really cool. Um, also, the, the gentleman who was teaching the SketchUp class, he started coming here because he loves HO trains. And he started on SketchUp making the pieces to fix his train tracks. That's so cool. So now he was coming back and he was making them for his friends because they were buying the pieces and they kept breaking. Yeah. So he actually designed it on SketchUp, made them, said they worked better. He came in and made 15 of them. Wow. So he so could they, use them. They improved yeah. the quality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. And I don't think they make those parts anymore, right? Yeah. So it's not even like a you know a trademark mm -hmm. problem. Right, right. Mm -hmm. I got you guys are so far ahead. I mean, in our world, right? Yeah. They're so far ahead. So, but we're going to ask anyway. Do, do you have plans for the next three months, six months, or a year? Where do you want to see it? 
you know, in the You future. don't have to divulge any state secrets yeah. or anything. <laughs> I just think we want to evolve yeah. technology. Yeah. Um, we're always looking for new things. The innovation team, the innovation station team um, meets every couple of months and brings new ideas, whatever they want to try. Um, so we do have a chocolate maker, the th chocolate printer in the back burner. We're coming back. Coming oh, definitely. Back. Um, and we've had a couple of people who wanted to film, so we're kind of thinking about the green screen yeah. and the um, right, soundproofing right and maybe making it portable yeah. so we could move it around. And There's so a 3D pen that we're looking into right. which draws in the air. <coughs> Yes, I know that there's a virtual reality thing like that too. Have you have you considered yeah. VR? Yeah, yes, VR yeah. that's one of the things we're looking into. Yeah, 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 because yeah, that's we'll see that's how fun we can, too. Uh, fit that in. Yeah, yeah. So. I want to play Halo in here in VR. Oh, Minecraft? <laughs> okay. Are you kidding? <laughs> Minecraft alone. Minecraft's going. Are you kidding? I just you played Minecraft what? before I came here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My we're, kids. we're looking into doing the Minecraft programs for the YAA and. Yeah. and um, Do you have a Minecraft EDU server? Uh, we have, um, yeah. we we act, um, we have. We're just waiting for the YA to organize a program for it, and also they mentioned uh, there's there's uh, Microsoft has put a new spin on the uh, yes. the way they, they're getting rid of EDU and yeah. it's going to be a new client. Yeah. So yeah, you know. I knew they were going to mess. I'm of course, no, no, well, not mess it up. They're just going to yeah. do it the Microsoft yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, we we're going to get a blue screen just, now. Right? It's a good thing we're not on video because everybody's kind of no. raising an eyebrow. Faces, yeah. Yeah. No, no, but the webinar that we went to, we had the webinar in here that we, you were at it. The 3D. Oh, we, um, where we were learning about VR. Yes. All the stuff that's yeah. coming out. Yeah. So we do things like that too. We watch, we, we watch webinars, we read magazines, articles, things like that just to keep us, you know, what's coming up, what's new. And we go to the Maker Fair. Right, we go to the Maker Fair. Mm -hmm. The one at the yeah. museum because mm -hmm. we get a lot yes, of ideas. Yes, the one from in, there. in Queens, right? Yes, yes. Flushing. Yeah. yeah. When is that again? Do you do you know what? Probably it? not till I think they're in September. September. That's yeah. what the sign September. says. September. September. We went, I think in September. September. Yeah, we've been to both of them. I have to get to that. To make oh, yeah, you get some really great ideas. Oh yeah, yeah sure. It's amazing because uh, there's students there who have made things, and it's really interesting because you know you think of a 3D printer, and you see how many of these people have made them from scratch. Yeah. Built their own 3D, 3D printers. printers. Yeah. It's really amazing. Wow. That's really cool. That is cool. Mm -hmm. All right. Cool. Their, their wheels are turning. <laughs> yeah. well, we're just so impressed. That's like the thing. Like, what do you ask next? Yeah. I have more questions. I, I, and I was here before, <laughs> yeah. and, and I'm still blown away. Yeah. yeah. So. But one of the other things, you know, with all the technology that's coming out, yeah. we're very open to trying anything and trying things. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Yeah. But we have a very supportive board. Yeah. They're always um, open to hearing new suggestions and new products, and and uh, they're they're just as as excited as the staff is when we bring something new in. So how involved were they? Because you know we come from uh, a bunch of libraries in in, in Suffolk, and um, how involved was the board in the bigger decisions and stuff like that? Were they were they really kind of hand in hand, you know, walking around helping you choose things, or did they just say you have the vision, go with it, that kind of thing? Um, I wasn't here at the time, okay. so I can't answer to that. But um, we're here; right. we have the space. Right. <laughs> right. So, and they I seem to be like they know you guys have the vision. They know it's working, yeah. and yeah. they're kind of very like, supportive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're really they. It's we are very um, we're very lucky to have such a supportive board yeah. and, and willing to take those 
I don't want to call them risks because right. you know we do our research and yeah. we bring um, what we know will work and hope will work and yeah. and they're just very supportive of it. That's what we need more of, Chris, right there. Yep, more supportive boards. Yes. Well, I think once you they realize what it is, yeah, because yeah. I think a lot of people don't understand when you talk to them, even a three D printer. What's that? You know. Yeah. yeah. And I had a patient today who said to me, "I heard you spent thirty six thousand dollars," and I said, "Was no." So <laughs> I said, to him, "I told him, and I hope I was allowed, but I told him how much we spent on." He goes, "Oh, that's much cheaper than I thought." And I'm like, "Yeah, I don't know where you got thirty six thousand dollars from for one yeah. printer." Yeah. I said, "That's n- we would never pay that." Yeah. So um, he just didn't know. Yeah. And um, I told him, I, said, I asked him if he would like to come in. He didn't want to, but he says maybe next time. He's one of our regular computer people that come into the lab. So, right. But he says, I don't even have a phone. I said, it doesn't matter. I could go in. We can <laughs> make you one. You can print we a can phone. Make you. Exactly. We can so 3D print one. Back. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. So. Well, really, thank you guys for showing us this great space. I hate to have to close out the segment, but this is just incredible. So we'll have to do another one here, Chris. Yeah, we'll have, have to do a part so. two. Okay, so um, so when we come back, we're going to be asking our group uh, our top ten library questions, or as Chris put here, the zero three two dot zero two yes list. It's the Dewey number for top ten lists. And uh, thank you to Melanie Cardone for the idea, absolutely. And if you're a frequent listener of our podcast, then you know that we ask these questions of all our guests. And we'll be right back. Well, welcome back. We are here now for our uh, our zero three two point zero two list, um, and we're talking with Marianne Farrell, the assistant director at Levittown Public Library. Marianne Dresky, the department head of the Media Innovation Station. Lisa Jean Santer, um, library aide, and Benji Pancho from the IT department. And they're our next participants in the top ten librarian questions. And of course, the new name is the zero three two point zero two list. That's going to take me a while. But That's good. I'll get used to it. We'll call it the O three two. Okay. That's the better. O3-2. That That yeah. sounds good, like right? OC. So it's O32. All right, yeah. good. Not bad, right? Okay, so at least we figured out a name. You know, how long has it taken to figure this out? Five, five, I can tell you how long. Five, five episodes. episodes. Yeah. That's right. Okay. And Melanie so came up with that? Melanie did, yeah, good in the last right. podcast. we got to give yeah. her something. 
our love and affection. And a chocolate 3D printer. A chocolate well, 3D let her printed. Come take a tour. Okay. Yeah, and tour. whatever you print out first on the chocolate, make sure it's like vanilla, and we can just give it. To Don't you. hit the microphone. I did it. You're fired. I'm gonna go to the car. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the questions, uh, the questions for our list are inspired by the website Literary Hub, which is a website with very interesting library-related stories and interviews. You can see their work by visiting www.lithub.com. Check them out. They do some amazing work for librarians and the literary world in general. Thank you, Literary Hub. Okay. So you guys ready? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> what did you want to be when you were a child? Let's start. I, each, every one of us are going to answer. Sure, why not? Okay, Marie. An interior designer. Very nice. I didn't know. I just knew I wanted to work with children. Okay. I wanted to be an artist. I T. Always. <laughs> <laughs> great answer. <laughs> That's great. Cool. Okay, oh, okay, sure. So, what is your first memory of the library, and who brought you to the library for the first time? Um, my parents brought me the first time, and uh, my first memory was getting my library card. That's cool. Um, I went to visit my friend at uh, elementary school. Okay. And, uh, yeah, no, that's all I remember. I, well, I always say I went to Catholic school and they had their own library, so I didn't come to the library very much. They made you go. They made, they made us go. Yeah. And we did. Once a week we had to go. And um, I lived pretty far. My mom didn't have a car, so we didn't walk. We would have had to walk. So I didn't start coming here until I think I was in, like, middle school. Okay. And um, probably that's when I got my first library card, too. Yeah. That's cool. Same. Um, from the school library. Mm -hmm. But for the public library, I started actually coming to the uh, public libraries because of videos mm. at the time. VHS. VHS. For people who don't yeah. know what a VHS is, right. should you give that explanation? I know, right? <laughs> the VHS. Don't remind me. My kids don't know what a CD is. No. Yeah. I showed them an E-track from my grandfather the other day. Like, no. mm -hmm. Oh, you oh, should have seen the kids it. coming in and see the typewriter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, fascinating! When, right? when did you have to do that? Yeah. What's ribbon? <laughs> oh man! So, when did you decide to work in a library? I guess when I filled out the application. <laughs> I just came in, filled out the application, and I've been here ever since. Yeah, it was suggested from a friend to come work part time in a library. So. My dad wanted to shoot me because I had a job already. I was getting paid $3 an hour off the books. And then I came here and I was going to get two twenty-five on the books. I said, what are you, crazy? And I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, when I uh, decided to go for uh, IT, I, I always preferred to be in a library. Um, but Again, uh, it was just lucky that they were looking for an IT in a library. Otherwise, I would have gone somewhere else or, you know, in a different uh, institution. Cool. So who was your favorite fictional librarian? Uh, this stumps a lot of people. We, had, well, like, we had to do some research on this. We did research, and we actually have a blog. Okay. Yeah. And it's about fictional librarian. Yeah. Why don't you give your blog a uh, plug? What's the website yeah. for it? It's Levittown Public Library yeah, it's blog. On our website. It's called uh, Checking the Shelves. And uh, staff member Jessica Kruber, she writes it. Beautiful. That's it's, cool. I think it's monthly. Uh, yes, no, monthly. Twice a month. Twice a month. Twice. And one of her blogs is Fictional Librarian. Wow. See, so anybody else that gets stumped on this question, we can send them to the Levittown Public Library. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So who was yours? You didn't answer. Oh, so Madam Irma from Harry Potter. Okay. 
Mine was Evie from The Mummy. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so That's I have great. to tell you, I was telling them the story. I'm watching the movie, and my husband's also a librarian, and we're watching the movie, and she stands up at that one scene and says, I'm a librarian. Right. I shout it out in the audience, <laughs> and my husband looks at me. He's like, you're such a geek. I'm That's like, funny. no, this is awesome. <laughs> um, I chose Belle from the television show Once Upon a Time because I'm a huge Disney fan, cool. and Beauty and the Beast, Belle, she had a wonderful library in mm -hmm. the castle. So that's who I chose. Nice. Very cool. Then Carson, uh, played by Enola Wiley, the yeah. librarian. We finally got that answer. finally got it. Finally. finally. I've been I asking for five episodes. If anybody <laughs> could relate to Enola <laughs> Wiley, thank, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Good. Okay, so what would you be doing if you were not working in a library? I have no idea because I don't know of anything else. I've been here so long. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know either. I'd probably be, I, I have a finance background and, and I was going into a banking situation that I wasn't happy with and I was part-time in a library and interning there and I hated it. So, but I don't know. I don't want to say that I'd be there if I wasn't here. I don't know. <laughs> I hated it. These are such hard questions. Hard-hitting questions. Well, I was an art teacher for a couple of years, and they took it out of the curriculum, so New York State curriculum, so that's when I started working here full time. But I, I did major in art therapy also, so I think I might want to do, like maybe when I retire, I might want to do something like that um, with either children or, or the elderly. That's cool. I'd still be an accountant. <laughs> 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 I'm an accountant by profession originally so, okay. before I, I, I shift to IT. IT is actually less stressful, right, than being an accountant. Yeah, yeah. but it's it. Uh, um, accounting is it gets kind of boring because it the cycle goes the same way, and then you know, and then it gets to a very busy season. You can never enjoy the spring. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. So, what is your favorite section of the library? Periodicals. I'm a magazine. That, yes, that would is. probably be, that would be mine too. <laughs> I love love say. Yeah. Love That's a pretty good section. <coughs> yeah. This is my favorite. This is the this is the best part. I say it all the time. This is the best room. I don't want to be in any other That's place. That's true. So bring your magazine in here. Bring your magazine. Oh, yeah. I have. <laughs> <laughs> I have my maker magazines in here. Yeah. I say this room also. Um, every day we're learning something new. Um, I get excited about coming in, and I like when there's groups coming in because then you get to teach, which I, is my profession I, yeah. as a teacher. And um, so I enjoy this room. That's cool. Yeah. Same thing. It has right? to be yeah. this room. Has to be this room, right? <laughs> it has to be this room. I'll tell you, if you want to come down and touch the future, come here. Yeah, yeah. This, that's a great that's yeah. a great tagline for you that's guys. Really come and touch the future. Yeah. Learn by doing. Fifty bucks. <laughs> I want it. You're up. Okay. If you had infinite space and a budget, what would you add to the library? I mean, what could you possibly add? This place is phenomenal. I would add a, th add a third floor and just keep more and more things. Mm. Yeah keep buying more and making more and I don't know I just we'd get more uh, I don't know I think I would go up a floor if we could <laughs> and then just make it a whole entire innovation station space yeah. innovation floor yeah mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, that would be nice. that's true so we don't have the land out here like you do right. for yeah. 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 The Nassau, yeah Nassau yeah. you just don't have the land yeah and the park you know I think multiple libraries will have that same that same problem yeah 
So yeah, if we were in sub, look what Middle Country is doing with their, yeah. their mm -hmm. outdoor area. I would love their to be outdoor. able to bring that yep. here. Yeah. Yeah. That's a yep. beautiful space, yeah. and um, something like that in this area, you know, it would be yeah. really welcome. We have a garden. Too. We have the inside right. out garden. Another sage and pluck. Go ahead, keep going. Sage and <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, we have a garden. Believe it or not, it's gorgeous. It's really nice. Emma's got a garden too. You know. My, my library has gardens. You mean the library that's been here since like 1620? 1892, buddy. 1892. <laughs> but we are, you know, we are doing things within the building still. We're, yeah. We are, um, we're having an eatery put in coming up. That's the next project. That's awesome. Um, Coffee? I'm Maybe. not telling. <laughs> oh. I can't give all of our <laughs> secrets. I'm a coffee and espresso all the Italian. Secrets. Um, yeah. Starbucks. And we're building up some Starbucks. new study areas. <laughs> so we're always, you know, we're always yeah. trying to yeah. do more with what we have. That's great. So. Um, so what do you love about your library? Everything. Oh, I was yeah. <laughs> Everything. I love the staff, the people, the, staff, the equipment, yeah. everything. I was, yeah, was going to say the work environment is very good. It sounds yes. more, doesn't it sound more family-like? Yeah. It does. Than it does, like, you know, corporate, like, you know, some, some... Or just a place to go to work. Some places are trying to run, you know, like a corporation. You know, we're a business, and we're going to do A, B, and C. Mm -hmm. And you guys just seem to run like a family. Or just a government like entity that's. or something like that. Yeah, this is right, more right. like a family right. feel to it, where yeah. everybody works together as a team. It's incredible. Uh, really, I'm just, I'm just blown away. Yeah. 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 I mean, for, for four different staff members to come in the room and say the same thing. Yeah, or you're either paying them or, or they really feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the pay, okay? <laughs> just, they really feel that way. Good, we figured it out. Okay. Well, look, I told my cool. son when he was um, looking to see what he wanted to do. I said, you need to find an occupation that you want to get up every day and go to work. Right. Because if right. you don't, then don't bother. Well, the old, what was the old, uh, yeah. if, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life, right? Yep. Yeah. I'm dating it's myself, true. but it's the truth, it's right? It's not it is. about the money, because yeah. you know, it, money doesn't always make you happy, yeah. so you have to go be old, and you have to want to go there. That's right. Yeah. I think you can just base it on how old people are retiring in this place. Yeah. 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 It's like people in their 70s yeah. are, you know, yeah. retiring. Yeah, so I bet you don't have two, your turnaround rate's probably not. Yeah. You, you know, don't have a big turnover rate. Right? Yeah, turnover. Yeah. No, not really. Yeah. They really stay. I think it does it in spurts too. Right. Okay. I'm saying yeah, yeah. within the next five years, we're going to probably see a in turnover. Batches, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so. That's probably for retirement more mm -hmm. than retirement anything else. More than yeah. Anything yes. else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that says a lot about the library. Mm -hmm. It really does. I love the next question. Go ahead. Yes. What's the weirdest thing that's ever happened in your library? Not the worst thing. <laughs> I always have to say not the worst right, thing. Because they always we, start with that. We always have horror stories. We had this guy in the bathroom. No, that's not what we're asking. Weirdest yeah. thing. <laughs> I you mean, if you want, if you have to make it yeah. the worst thing, I mean, worst and weirdest can sometimes be the same thing. It's pretty good if we found a library where nothing weird happens. No, there's a lot of stuff that goes on here, but I don't know if we want to talk <laughs> about it. That's every library, really. Yeah. We all say we can, oh, oh my gosh, we can write a book. Oh, yeah. yeah. The book, <laughs> the book that you can write. Right. You can write a book. Yeah. You know, but... Um, and sometimes it's hard to separate the weirdest thing from the worst thing right. that's ever happened. Right. We're asking what the weirdest thing uh, that happened at the library is. Did I miss most of the conversation? They're wondering if they can say it or, say, um, or talk about it. There's a lot of inappropriate <laughs> canoodling. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see back just in time. Yep. That's everywhere. That's not just Oh, that's every library. That Absolutely. is yeah. everywhere. Yeah. They yeah. feel as though it's really a safe haven. That's right. Yeah. But they don't realize that there's cameras and things around that. Yeah. Um, so... 
other was that what you wanted to say or did I just give good. away no, something that was, else? No, that was pretty no, good. No. Okay. That was no. pretty good. No, that's good. <laughs> okay. Up to? So who is your favorite regular patron? You guys all have a regular patron that comes in. So that was a hard question also. Yeah. Um, I just I really embrace the patron who wants to learn more, whether um, you know, they're just coming in to use the computer. You know, I don't have a specific person in mind. Right. I just have like a type of a person that's right, really right, yeah. open and very willing sure. to try new things or even if it's their their first time coming into the library, just yeah. really exposing them to what they're what is available to them and what we can offer them. Because they don't always have to be our patron. Right. So um, that's my type of a favorite patron. <laughs> Sounds right. Anybody else? <laughs> I say all my patrons are my favorite. <laughs> I love them all. Even the ones necking in the corner? Yeah. <laughs> canoodling. Canoodling. It's got to be the politically correct part. Oh, canoodling. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that necking? was canoodling. I don't know if you used the word necking that they would. <laughs> they wouldn't even know what we were talking exactly. about, right? What is that? They would not know. Stop necking right now. What? What? <laughs> We're canoodling, not necking. We're not vampires. <laughs> okay, so the last question, and then you will have survived these silly questions. What are people without library cards missing out on? A whole new world. This, you know. Yeah. And again, you don't need your library card yeah, to experience right. this, but if they don't have a library card, then they don't really go to a library. Right, because so. those two things are hand in hand. You know, and um, people are so busy these days. You know, yeah. everybody's so scheduled with their children or their lives or their community groups, and and um, they don't always get to come to the library. Yeah. And that's okay, because we do offer so many things from home that they can. All they need is that one number on that library card, yeah. and they have access to so many opportunities. Um, so. Anybody okay. else? All the same way. Free Wi-Fi? Yeah. yeah. Free Wi-Fi. <laughs> it's hard to say that they're going to be missing out because uh, basically New York State does not allow you to uh, to prevent them to use it uh, to, to get information also, you know, uh, even without library cards. So I think we cater to everybody. Regardless. That's true. So, yeah. 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 I guess it's the, it's the idea of the, the concept that somebody wouldn't be using a library right. so you know whether or not they have a card but just that they for whatever reason at their point in life they think that they don't need one right. that's probably the thing we have to work the most on yeah. you know to advertise be like do you realize what we have I mean right. there are probably people in this community believe it or not that don't know you have this incredible space every day right. that's a sin every day yeah. and me being new to the to the building I'm right. always saying I always hear stories yeah. oh I never knew it was here how did you not right. know you yeah know? it's like you got to put this in the middle of the parking <laughs> lot and be like, mm -hmm. right yeah. but you know you can only leave them to the water that's true. It's <laughs> true. Yeah. Very true. Um, yeah. I can tell you though, the kids with uh, who gets their first library cards, that's like uh, a rite of passage for them. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Well, unfortunately, we are we've run out of time for this episode, but this has been really How great. How did we do? Yeah. You guys did incredible. great. You, did really well. <laughs> you guys did really well. This is this is what is going to be one of my favorites. Yeah. I'm this sweating. is probably Yeah. I'm too cold to be sweating. sweating. <laughs> did you notice the temperature? <laughs> yes, nice yeah. and chilly. Yeah. Yeah. Has to stay that yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> Got to keep all the equipment from seizing up on you. Yeah. Can we uh, can we have a little plug? 
Absolutely. Plug away. Plug away. Uh, Go for our it. Summer reading kickoff. Oh, yeah, we are yes. having our second annual summer reading kickoff on Saturday, June 11th from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. And it's the start of our summer reading club. And families can register, adults can register. We have an adult reading club as well, a teen reading club. We're going to have events, um, crafts. And mu- entertainment, we'll have mm-hmm. music, raffles. We'll have line dancing. We're going to have lots of raffles. Mm-hmm. We have amazing raffle prizes. And Very we cool. invite the entire community, as well as the Levittown residents, to participate in any of the portions that they can. And wow. we're really looking forward to it. It's going to be a great event. And it's free. And it's free. <laughs> free. <laughs> it's free. It's free. It's in the library. Yeah, it'll be in front of the library. There's a park. Not really a park. What is it? It is considered a park. Um, and some roads will be closed off, and um, like a big block party almost. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Well, that's cool. great. Yeah, I love it. This is my favorite. Any other plugs? Yeah, any, anything <laughs> else? Plugs? Are you appearing anywhere soon? <laughs> Thank <laughs> you to our community <laughs> members who came out to vote. Oh, <laughs> our library budget, budget passed. Yes, budget very passed. important. Yeah. Next week, sometime, next week, so yeah. that plug didn't really matter. No increase, it'll be up quick. Yeah. Oh, okay, no, good. It's, it'll be up pretty soon. Yeah. That's fine. You'll okay. let us know when it's cool. let us yeah, know. Oh, sure, absolutely. Yeah, link to it, throw it up on the website. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, definitely. Really cool. Okay, all right. So it's time to wrap up. Yeah, so um, that's all the time we have for this edition. If you have questions or comments on our show, go to the contact us section of our website at thelibrarypros.com, where we'll have also have notes and links from all of our episodes. You can also check us out on Twitter at the Library Pros and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Library Pros. And so you don't miss a thing, don't forget to subscribe on RSS, iTunes, Android, email, and Google Play. On our next episode, we'll have Ted Gutman, the director of the Emma S. Clark Memorial Library. Remember, the opinions stated by the library pros and their guests are solely those of Chris and Bob and are not those of Sachem Public Library, Emma S. Clark Memorial Library, Longwood Public Library, or any other library. (laughs) See you next time. (laughs) Why Longwood?